You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. It's the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I have an amazing guest today. And we're going to talk about something that's really near and dear to my heart. And the funny thing is, people are always asking me, am I one of these ladies? And I'm not. But I have many people in my life that are, and um, and it is my mission to make sure that we do not forget these ladies are forgotten heroes. And so, and my crown is showing up kind of funny, y'all. So excuse me, um, actually, about that. But anyways, I'm digressing. So welcome to the show. If you like the show, please subscribe to it so you get advanced notification of the show. If you know people that are interested in our topics, wellness, wisdom, and wealth, please share the show with everyone that you love and care about. And I always like to say this is a perfect time for you to find a place to sit, get something to write with, pen, paper, your favorite beverage, light a candle or some incense, and tell your family to just give you a few moments um, so that you can absorb this information because it is some very important and powerful information that I think all of us need to know about. And my guest is going to share some words of wisdom with you. So while you're doing that, let me take care of business. I want to thank Blissful Living for you, which is one of our sponsors. You can go to Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com and check them out. We have a wonderful event coming up called the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women's Summit happening in Atlanta, Georgia, as well as San Francisco, in my home state, San Francisco, California. <laughs> Um, but uh, definitely other uh, goodness for you there, where whether you're looking to enhance your wellness, wisdom, and wealth in your, your mind, body, spirit, and your business, um, whether you're just looking for guidance, whether you're looking to find out how you really ebb and flow and what your uniqueness is and your unique quality characteristics, as we call them, dosha is, so that you can better strategize on how to ebb and flow on your path to bliss. You want to check out Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com, specifically as we transition into to this new season. You want to know how to keep yourself balanced so that you don't falter as we continue to, I say, transition into the season and go down your path to bliss very gracefully. The other sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable. Inc., which is a premier telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley. It's women-owned, minority-owned, and um, definitely, definitely a company that you can reach out to if you are in need of network distribution services such as voice, data, fiber optic, cable installation, wireless access points, modems, routers, um, really your complete network distribution, audio, video, speaker, whatever it is you need so that you can make that right connection with your customer on that other end, 
the first time, then you want to definitely connect with All Day Cable. They've been in business for 33 plus years and they continue to have customer satisfaction and rate as the premier telecommunications installation company for all of their customers. And some of their customers have been with them since the inception of the business. So that speaks volumes as to the quality service, quality and service that they provide for you. If you're a small, medium, or large corporation, you definitely want the best, and they are the best. And you can check them out at www.alldaycableinc.com. Let me say that again. That's www.alldaycableinc.com. Okay, so now that you had a few moments to find a place to sit, get your favorite beverage, get something to write with. Let me share with you about my guest. And she's the beautiful, talented, compassionate, and very caring Melissa A. Washington. And I do like to put that A in there because it it's just commanding with our middle name. Um, now, let me tell you about her. She's an award-winning advocate, speaker, author, entrepreneur, CEO, publisher, radio show host, and a proud Navy veteran. Melissa A. Washington wears many hats, yet woven throughout her diverse pursuits is a mission of service and a passion to empower her other fellow female male veterans. And so today we're going to be talking about building and empowering your community. And while we're doing that, we're going to say salute. I'm probably not doing it right, but salute to our women veterans around the United States and around the world. You are our forgotten heroes and this show is dedicated to you. So welcome to the show, Melissa. Hey, thank you so much, Rochelle. I I, I love being with you. I, and I appreciate your, your friendship and your support these last few years since we first met. And yes, and all the beautiful things that have happened. Oh, oh that makes me so, just gets all giddy inside. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying yes. When I reached out to you after contacting many Women Veterans Organization. Thank you for saying yes to spend time with me to educate me about the plight of our women veterans and how that how I could just support them a little bit. I mean, I would love to be able to support so much more. And I'm hoping the show will drive awareness to your mission of helping our fellow women veterans. They are our forgotten heroes, you guys, and we do not see them on TV, we do not hear about them. And when you even hear the word veteran, you think of a man and it's time to change that didactic. So I wanna jump right in, Melissa, and ask you, you know, you started to build this community um, and you hadn't ever had an experience with building a community. How does one build a community such as what you've done with the Women's Veterans Alliance? Absolutely. Well, it wasn't a plan. So I always had to tell people that was not my intent um, to do this. So how this all started was um, back in January of 2015, I got about 20 women together, women veterans together at a local restaurant. Why? One, I was looking for opportunity to connect with other women in a more of a professional setting. And also I, I at that time just wasn't interested in the traditional legacy veteran groups. Um, so that's why I said, you know what, I'm going to start my own, get these women together. Uh, we met at El Torito's in Sacramento that day. And it was that evening. It was one of those. And I'm, I already get the goosebumps. I already feel them coming. It was an amazing evening. You know, when 
you know how the restaurants have like those big long you know tables and so we had you know women most of these women didn't know each other so we had officer enlisted all branches of service just hooping and hollering and crying and just and being themselves and to be for them to be able to be in a room with other women that understood them i mean we could have closed that restaurant down so that was my so what started there was hey you know what we'll meet the third thursday of every month this will be open to women veterans you know we'll find a speaker find a restaurant and then that evolved into women veterans alliance i mean this was a hobby this was just a side thing now it's my full-time mission um with that so you know when we talk about building community sometimes we don't know um that would be our our our, our purpose um is to do that and so that's why i always you know i'd like to share with people too about as we build community and what does what does that look like i mean it can look different ways for different people so I love that because you just had a goal of just getting some women together, women veterans, right? And I'm going to share with you all something that was just, even when I think about this, it, it right now just brings chills to me. So at our event last year in San Francisco, um, not only did Melissa show up to speak, um, she also opened it up for other women veterans to come and be a part of the event. And when I think about this one lady who just is the epitome of strength and persistence and resilience and determination, it, it brings chills to me. We had an 86-year-old woman veteran in attendance with us. And you might say, oh, well, okay, that's so what? But this lady was a woman veteran who served in World War II when women were not allowed to serve in the same quote troops. I'm not sure if that's the correct didactic with men. Um, she was in a mobilized wheelchair. So she needed help and assistance. She came to the event by herself. She stayed the whole day and the other ladies in the room took really good care of her. She came to the front of the room and she gave us some empowering information and just loved on us. And then she even stayed and sat with us at the cocktail reception after the event and she left by herself. And to me, there's no excuse that we can't do something to make the world a better place no matter where we are because she did that. And if you go to the website, um, unstoppable-womens-summit.com, you will see pictures of her and she's just beautiful. 86-year-old woman. I'm sure she's probably 87 now, and I'm not sure if she'll be with us this year, but that's what the power of building a community to support other women veterans is all about. And so, Melissa, when it comes to empowering the community, share first of all, before we even get to that, I want you to share some information, some statistics, some facts and figures that people that are watching us probably don't even know about when it comes to our women veterans. Absolutely, absolutely. And just to go um, back to share about, um, she came in a wheelchair, but for those of you that are familiar with the Bay, San Francisco, she didn't live in San Francisco. She came from across the Bay oh. in the mobilized wheelchair. So, so we can't use that excuse, oh, I can't get there. She made arrangements for travel, for a, a band to pick her up. I and mean, then she needs a special band and to use, you know, other public types of transportation. So, 
you know, for her to get there, I mean, that's, she wanted to be there. I mean, and, and that's so important uh, to share with everyone. It's like she just rolled down the, you know, the street to come down. I, it was intentional. I didn't even know that she was from across the bay. Yes. That's that makes it even huge. There are no no one has any excuses. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. I, I didn't know that part. Yes, right. I mean, we know just even to get on, whether you get on BART or whatever, you got to get on to get over there. But for her to to do that, so yes, I wanted to share that. And actually, I'm sharing. Even we had a we just finished our seventh um, unconference in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago had a 96 year old woman come. She was in a wheelchair, mobilized wheelchair from Richmond. She came in from Oakland to Las Vegas to come to our event. 96 years old, was in Vietnam. She's a doctor. Oh, I mean her, phenomenal. She has a book. She had different um, uh, awards. And I mean, there's just so much about her. I mean, it's just black woman. Uh, uh, wow. Yes, she she was badass. I'm telling you, she was badass. Wow. And she got on the mic at our at our mix and mingle evening event, and yep, and she was badass because she all let us know. So you know, she was, uh, yes. she was and she she was unapologetic, and that's the way we should be. Yes, that's how brave responsible women are, right? We're unapologetic. We we ain't got time to be apologizing for being. The, the the strong women that we are and and Absolutely. oh man that, okay I'm yeah that's a I whole know, I know and I yeah but I mean all the barriers we face I mean as women as women of color I mean there's just so many things right and um, with that so as you know as we talk about you know our, our military women you know we've been serving since the Revolutionary War you know whether we're disguised as men or serving um, that women have been serving and actually this year is actually a very important year as this is the um, it's called Women Veterans Recognition Day on June 12th, which we had just a few months ago. And it was the 75th anniversary from when um, President Eisenhower signed for um, the Women's Armed Force Integration Act, which women were serving, but not in, an, not in a military official capacity. Um, so, so what that means is, yes, we were serving, but if you got out, you didn't get veteran benefits because you weren't part of that. I mean, there's so many other things out that that was part of the signing of this act, but it's so important. Um, and then a month later in July um, was signed as far as the, um, the because our, our troops were segregated. So if you were a person of black, even if you're Hispanic and you look black, you were putting, you know, you're segregated and then that allowed for the integration of our, you know, our, our troops to be. Um, and that's, I mean, granted, I mean, I'm 75 years is not that long, but it is long, right? But it's not really that long ago, right? That women were, yes, now you can be here. Granted, there were still things of, if you got pregnant, you had to get out. I mean, there's all these, you know, and if you look at, it wasn't until the early eighties, women were allowed into the academies. And, um, you know, we're still not that long ago that women were allowed to serve on um, aircraft carriers or submarines or, you know, join special forces or be into combat. I mean, these are all recent things. When I was, when I transitioned out of the military in 1994, they were just outfitting aircraft carriers for women to be allowed. Um, I was on ships, but there's only certain ships we were allowed on. Um, granted, we know we could do the job, but the, but then again, because of being a woman, um, there's still so much more that needs to be done. Are there things that are getting better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can there be work to be done for the military? Yes. 
Um, and my focus is on our and our women veterans, you know, as they transition out, how can we be that connector for her to meet her where she's at to help her um, in, in that, that transition? And even just not even just a transition when she gets out, but we all transition, right? We all, whether you call it, a, you know, a different chapter in your book or your life, there's these different transitions. And, and especially for our military women, because there's other things that we go through that someone that had not served in the military has not gone through. Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, I, I, I love uh, the wisdom and information you shared with regards to the history of women being able to serve in the military. You know, I, I came across, we've had some powerful women um, that some of us know about and don't even know their part that they took in various wars. Mm -hmm. For instance, Harriet Tubman was a spy and she was, um, not only did she do the Underground Railroad, um, but she was a spy and she actually led a successful, um, I, I wanna say mission that allowed, uh, the union to infiltrate and overtake the Confederate in this oh, yeah. one particular area. Didn't know that. Um, for instance, Golden Girl B. Arthur, Arthur, B. Arthur was a woman veteran. Didn't the know that. Of the Marine Corps, no. yeah. um, we have um, uh, a woman, I, I don't know if she's still commanding the Navy. Is she still that top commander in the Navy? And I, I and her name, Okay, 29-year-old yeah. memories, yeah. But but we have a woman that's yeah. commanding the Navy. That was unheard of even 10 years ago. Um, you know, women are doing some amazing things. One of my friends is the first African-American female combat pilot in the Army. Didn't even know that they let women, let alone, you know, play, in the, play with those big toys, you know. So it's... I mean, that, those are just some small stories, and there's so many more women that have laid the groundwork and have paved the road for other women to, to be able to serve in the capacity that they serve today. Yes, there's still a lot more that needs to be done. There's still a lot more. But by having our conversation that we're having today and, and bringing awareness to our women veterans who are powerful, they sacrifice their selves and their families, just like the men do, but we don't hear their stories. I also want you to share a little bit about the difficulty that women veterans have transitioning from military to civilian life, because I want to be able to paint a picture. Not we just like, you know, making stuff up or giving these small statistical facts, but giving some real heartfelt facts that people need to be aware of so that when they see a woman veteran, they can say thank you for your service because she definitely, I think, does give in just a little bit more of a capacity being a female and having bare children and all that kind of stuff. So can you share? No, please? No, ab no, absolutely. You know, and that's one of the things, too, is because, well, even even men, anybody in the military, you 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 wear a uniform and that is becomes your identity, whether it's two years to 20 to 30 years, that's who you are, right? And you put that uniform on. For some women, they may have been the only woman in that unit. Now you get out of the military, you take that uniform off. For one, who am I, right? And then how do we share with others as far as not being stereotyped because that still happens of, oh, you're a woman, 
you know, and other things. Do you have PTS, which is post-traumatic stress, where you rape, you know, military sex? I mean, there's a lot of, sometimes there could be some negative connotations when it comes to that. Um, but I, I, I feel too, it's it's so important for us to remember that women serve, but the, so many of the traits that our military members have when they transition out of the military, how that is important to corporate America, to being small business owners, as we look at the increase of women being business owners, because of all these attributes and things that we learn when we get out of the military. And I think sometimes women, just as women, we struggle sometimes with just our own identity, just in general, or feeling we can't do the job, even though more than likely we can, um, but to give women that confidence too. And, and, you know, thank you, you know, the thank you for your service. That's great. But it's like also too, how can we step it up a notch? How can, you know, how can I help you? You know, are you, are you looking for a job? Are you looking for a business? Getting our women connected um, in our communities because our population is increasing year over year. So if you look at our population today, it's going to continue to increase because what's happened is more opportunities are for women in the military. So our population, because right now, just say 10%, if you look, you know, some say 9, 11. So 10% of the military, better, the veterans out there are women. Um, and we contribute so much because if you look at veteran population in general, we continue to serve in some capacity. Um, so what does that mean for, for women? And, you know, sometimes I get pushback on, even I have my shirt on today, it says woman veteran because... We still have to say that. I mean, I hopefully, I don't know if it'll be in my lifetime that it won't happen, but we still have to say woman veteran. I can't just put veteran on there because a lot of times there's a, the assumption and it's happened to me personally. Yes, my husband is a retired Marine. Yes, I am, you know, military wife, but I am also the veteran as well. So one day it'd be nice just to say I'm a veteran and some people that's fine with them. Um, but we still have to continue to put that there until we're fully recognized as uh, women that have volunteered to serve in our military. And you, and you make the point about making that sacrifice. I mean, we know that, right? So you know that it's like, okay, well, I might be deployable. I have, you know, I have a baby. Well, guess what? Baby doesn't come with us. You know, baby little ones stay with grandma, grandpa, husband, whomever else, partner, whomever else. And that's, you know, that's a big sacrifice um, that, that our families make. It's, you know, it's different for men, right? Because we are the, we are the caregivers right. um, for that. And, you know, and, and just, you just think of all these badass women who do that and they know that, um, you know, thank goodness for technology where you can stay connected with your family on FaceTime or other things. Um, you know, we're not at war right now, so there's not a lot of, you know, deployments and other things. Granted, there still are deployments, but just not as, as heavy as it was before. But, you know, if, if you do, you know, meet a woman veteran, you know, you can, again, thank her for service, but also too, you know, find out ways that you can be of support to her because veterans are only 7% of the population. So we need women like you, Rochelle, we need that 93% of people out there. How can they support our our men and women who have served and also to their, their families as well. And that's my primary mission is, is serving our women who have served. You know, thank you for sharing that. I'm going to share this story just the other day. Okay. In San Antonio at the grocery store and I'm checking out and a woman, she's in the air force. So I know the different colors of the fatigues now. Um, I feel so proud about that too. <laughs> But she had her, her little one in there in the car. I'm going to say about four. He was maybe four. 
because he's still in the cart. So it's about four. And she's unloading her groceries. She's in her fatigues. I can tell she just got off work. And, um, you know, I'm checking it out. And I went to her and I, I put my hand on her shoulder and I looked at her and I said, thank you for your service. She was blown away. She was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, and I'm thinking, to me, I'm just doing what I felt was right as a woman, thanking another woman for making the sacrifices that she's doing for our country. But for her, it seemed like this, it was a big deal. And um, and she was very, I could tell she was very touched by me, just putting my hand on her shoulder and saying, you know what, thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. uh, that is the importance of how I feel we need to take the time to recognize our women veterans. Um, you know, the guys get it all the time. They do. Not to discount it at all, you know, because they sacrifice too. I get it. But for a woman, I think we make extra special sacrifices, particularly like you just shared. If you had, if you just had a baby and you get deployed out, baby got to stay home. You know, it ain't taking care, you know, it ain't taking, putting the baby on a backpack and let's go. Baby got to stay home. And so you got to spend time, precious time away from your baby or your children in these incremental stages that they're growing that you miss. It's not the same as being on FaceTime or Zoom versus mm -hmm. being there in person to wipe that your daughter's first tears of her boyfriend dumping or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Or your little one, the first time they walk and seeing them take those steps or going to pre-K or whatever it is, it's not the same. And so um, I think it's important. And I love this conversation because we definitely need to recognize our women veterans and, and let them know that we support them. And we understand the choices that they make are hard, hard choices, but they do it for the betterment of our country. And without them, you know, the 96-year-old, the 86-year-old woman veteran that shows how badass they are and that they they don't care. Their age is just a number because they brave, bold, and unstoppable still. But they've paved the way for women like me and you, particularly you and me, to be able to do what we do. So, again, can't say enough thank you to our women veterans. Okay, so... Um, what let okay, we almost out of time. I what know we are. <laughs> I know because I could talk forever. What is something that you want, other than what we've talked about with regards to your mission for the rest of this year and next year, that you would like people to take away and and know um how they can support you in helping to support our women veterans? Absolutely. And there's ways people um can get involved. One of the big things is sharing our information. I don't want to be the best kept secret. So if you have a, a woman that is serving or currently serving spouse, mom, dad, aunt, neighbor, sister, daughter, share our information. You can just Google Women Veterans Alliance, connect with us. Um, we also have our Women Veterans Giving, which is a nonprofit that I, that I started um, that helps uh, with a small business award. We've given over $20,000 to date to help our women veteran entrepreneurs whether she's looking to start or expand a business. Um, also, too, um, funds help with uh, professional development for um, our, our women veterans with that. So definitely. Um, also, last year, I launched a Women Veterans Magazine California, Women Veterans Texas, and we are um, working on Women Veterans Pennsylvania. So if anyone here or knows someone, a woman that has served in the area, from that area, lives in that area, 
send her photo in, whether in uniform or out of uniform, to be on our cover. We put a whole collage of, of women on there um, as well, and we're looking for articles. So that's another way to um, get connected. There's there's so many different ways to to connect um, and just you know reach out to me, and you know we can we can talk about how how you can help. Because a lot of times people don't know how to help. You know, of course, anything's it's time or money. So whatever that may look like for that that person, um, definitely. And whether it's with my organization. Um, you were just in San Antonio. There's Women Veterans of San Antonio. There's the Pink Berets that are San Antonio. So, you know, we're connected to all these other organizations, too, that we want to help empower as well. I love it. I, I love um, that. And I invite all of you that are watching and listening to us to uh, connect with a woman veteran or if you have a woman veteran, your family, friend, neighbors, sister, brother, cousin, whatever, sister, you know, mother, cousin, whatever, um, you know, just walk up to them today and say, thank you. Thank you for your service. You don't know how much that will mean to, to them because um, when I experienced that with the gal in the grocery store, I wasn't expecting them and it was very profound. Also, it is not always about money and time, but Sometimes it is about money and time. So support a women's veterans organization, whether it's the Women's Veterans Alliance or any other organization that helps women veterans to transition from military to civilian life. Um, don't be afraid. Ask questions. Ask how you can help, whether it's donating clothes or giving somebody a ride, like one of the you know senior veterans or whatever it is. Again, every little thing helps. And the more we do the little things, the more it grows into a big pot of big things that becomes cumulative. Um, and so just, just, you know, just reach out and find out for your own self um, about our women veterans and how you may be able to assist them. And Melissa, is there anything else you would like to share uh, with the audience uh, before we close out the show today? That uh, I appreciate you, Rochelle. Oh, thank you. So, so thank you. Had you not reached out to me, I mean, just, you know, as part of the Unstoppable book, you know, speaking, you know, I'm getting ready to speak the second time in, in San Francisco. So, right. So it's all about how we can uplift each other. Um, I was speaking at an event just a couple of weeks ago and I got on the stage and one of the ladies said, you know, fix your hair because my hair, you know, I get the wispies, but she didn't mean it. She meant it not mean like fix like she's she want to make sure right she wanted to lift her sister up right so it's like if yes. we can do little things right to help fix her crown um, and just like you did with that um with the um the service member even though she's in uniform she probably doesn't get that that often i mean so you you made her day right so just think our words and what comes out how that can just transform people's lives so i i thank you for that you're very welcome. Um, again, it, it it blew me away to just see her response, and um, and it, it made me feel happy, you know, and, and brought peace into my heart. Um, so yes, if you can do that, just just do that. And if you if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, in October on October 14th, and then you, I don't know when you may be seeing this, or San Francisco. In November, please join us if you're a woman veteran. Um, I'd love to just recognize our women veterans and give lots of gifts. And we just have a really good time. And I love what you shared, Melissa. Um, I'm always about, if my crown is crooked, you have the permission to straighten my crown or tell me about it. If I got stuff in my teeth, 
please don't let me be smiling up, you know, showing off 20,000 teeth and I've got stuff in my, say, girl, you know what? You got a little stuff in your teeth. If my lipstick is off, you know, if I might, if my slip is showing, whatever it is, it's not, it's not that we're pointing out these things to make you feel bad is we're helping you. We're pointing them out so that you can uplift yourself and have the confidence that you need to do whatever it is. It's, it's a love thing, not a hate, hate thing. It's a love thing. And, and so um, please take it that way because the more we can support and empower each other as women, whether women or women veterans collectively as a one as a women, we can be the change agents to make the world a better place. And that really is what I'm trying to do. And that's really what it's about. We can't leave any sister behind. If we leave a sister behind, then we're not, we're not cohesive. And we need to be cohesive in this day and age to make the world a yes. better place. And so that is, that's it. I'm going to stop there. I want to thank you so much, my friend. It's so okay. good to see you. You look so radiant. And I know you're doing all kinds of fabulous things with the White House and, the, you know, small <laughs> business administration and, you know, your events and everything. And so please don't forget to invite me to some of this stuff because you know, I haven't gotten an invitation. All but right. Hey, you know, I get to see her in person in a couple months. Well, so yes. Right. You know, and if I can make it, I definitely, even if I just fly in for the day and, you know, just to support you, that's what I'm all about. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank you. all you've done for our country and all you continue to do and how you continue to serve as a woman veteran. It just um, really brightens. As you can tell, I can't stop smiling. I'm going to have a permanent smile. That's a good effect I have, right? I'd rather yes. have that than something else. So yeah. Yes. Thank you. And to all of you watching, thank you or listening. Thank you again. Powerful information on how we can support our women veterans. Please share the show with every woman you know and man um, and subscribe to the show so you get advanced notifications of wonderful shows like this. And again, thank you to our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com. If you are interested in learning more about the Brave, Bold and Unstoppable Woman Summit, you can go to that site and click on events and you can find out all the details. Um, and also thank you to our sponsor, All Day Cable Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com. And as always, I'm the queen of feeling fabulous and I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your spirit. And may us women stand together in solidarity and strength and be those brave, bold, unstoppable women and not be apologetic for it, but support each other so that we can be the change agents to make the world a better place. Until next time, goodbye for now, everyone. Sending lots of love to all of you and thank you. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.